I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast with VEASAN's hockey betting analyst, Andy McNeil. Here is Danny Burke. All righty, folks. Welcome into another edition of VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Danny Burke, and we also got Andy McNeil alongside per usual. Remember, you can follow Andy on the tweets at Digital Gambler. You can catch all of his hockey content over at VEASAN.com. That's V-S-I-N.com. Under the NHL tab, where you can catch Andy's articles on a daily basis, covering the remainder of the NHL regular season and then heading into the postseason, where not only he'll be breaking down the games, but the series prices and uh, where some of his numbers and his models add up to and what kind of bets you could potentially consider for some of these series prices and beyond. So, Andy, we are nearing the end of the regular season. We've been handicapping in this I guess you could call it difficult slash maybe awkward time because you're trying to judge all of these teams incentives and how that plays into the betting market uh, before we get into a lot of these games that yes some still do have those in incentives to play for seeding and playoff positions but it doesn't mean that it's an easier handicap right because like hockey in general you're not really going to have teams that just give up but there's certainly a lot more to play for, and it just, again, it, it really makes it tough to kind of assess what teams you want to back because even if they do need it, the prices change. And some teams that do need it, well, there's a reason they need it because they've been a struggling team all year and kind of tough to trust, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've watched these teams all season long. We know who the good teams are, who the bad teams are. Um, the market is... Uh, 
pretty sharp at this point, I, I would say, and and that's reflected in the money line odds specifically on a day to day basis. Um, not a whole lot of intrigue for me at this point in the season. I mean, I'm kind of just treading water, trying to get ready for the playoffs. There's a lot of work to do with so many possibilities as far as matchups go. Um, I have a, a season simulation that I run uh, throughout the season, before the season and throughout the season. And it predicts everything from, you know, where a team's going to finish in the standings to, you know, how likely they are to win the Stanley Cup and and each uh, series, you know, before that. But I, I just, I, I think I'd like to kind of take a more hands-on approach. I, I guess, you know, my hands are kind of off the wheels once I hit run simulation. Um, it, it's just, you know, basing everything off of the, the models and the math that, uh, you know, is, is, is running that simulation. But I, I like to, to kind of dive in, you know, deeper to each individual series and, and, you know, look at things uh, at a, maybe at a more micro level. Right. So um, that, in and of itself is a lot of work. And the fact that there are so many possibilities, I mean, the Bruins could play the Islanders, the, the, the Penguins, the Panthers, I guess they could even play the Sabres, although it's extremely, extremely unlikely. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but it, it just makes it a, a lot harder to, you know, kind of narrow your focus down as we head into the playoffs. And it's going to be a quick turnaround here, uh, you know, with just a, a few days between the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs. Yeah, and like you said, still so much can change. So we're waiting a couple days till we get the official playoff matchups, and then Andy and I will have you covered for another episode here on VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast on Friday, giving our initial thoughts on the postseason matchups. And then uh, we're going to ramp it up, baby. We'll be having episodes throughout the week in the first round of the postseason, getting you covered for all the games, the adjusted series prices, and much more. So very much looking forward to that, Andy. That's going to be a blast as handicapping and watching the Stanley Cup postseason always is. So uh, looking forward to all of that so we can kind of dive into it a tad bit more and really get a really get a good understanding of what to look forward to. But without further ado, Andy, we might as well jump into tonight's slate. Again, some games we do have an understanding of what's on the line. Some games it's, well, you have an understanding, but you don't really know what to do with it. We'll explain, obviously, once we get into those situations. But I want to begin in this New Jersey Devil-Buffalo Sabres matchup here, Andy. Now, what's on the line for this game? Well, the Sabres four points out of the second and final wildcard spot in the Eastern Conference. As for the Devils, well, they're playing to overcome the Hurricanes in their respective division. And you see the Devils as high as a minus 245 favorite I'm seeing on our VEASAN odds page right now. But the consensus number is about minus 220 in favor of the Devils plus 190 on the buyback for Buffalo. And then, Andy, we get a high total at seven. What do you make of this game with both teams having to play for something? Yeah, Buffalo has won seven of their last nine games, and I guess, you know, they're still technically in the playoff race. Uh, they've got three games remaining. They've got to win out to make the playoffs. But even if they do, it's really not looking good. I mean, they'd like to think their their destiny is in their control, but uh, but it's not. The Penguins... They're scheduled to play the Blackhawks on Tuesday and then finish their regular season against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, you know, you would like to think those are two easy wins for the Penguins, and therefore the Sabres are pretty much out of the playoffs. If you look at their chances of making the playoffs based on the odds at DraftKings, 
You've got Florida with a 72% chance, Pittsburgh with a 66% chance, the Islanders at 58% after losing to the Capitals in regulation. The Capitals, who didn't have Alex Ovechkin, TJ Oshie, Anthony Mantha, Nick Dowd, just a, a, a really, really big blown opportunity for the New York Islanders. But then you've got the Sabres all the way down there. They're priced at 13 to 1 right now at DraftKings, minus 3,000 to miss the playoffs. Uh, that that converts to about a seven percent implied probability to uh, or a true probability. Sorry, you remove that commission, the vigorish that the the book adds on there, and you're left with about a seven percent chance to make the playoffs for the Buffalo Sabers. Um, I, I like you said, the Devils they've still got something to play for here. Uh, they can win win the Metropolitan Division uh, still, uh, and the the Sabers did beat the Devils back on March 24th in Buffalo by a score of five to four. Um, but yeah, this is the second half of a back-to-back. Obviously, uh, the the Devils are, are much more likely to win this time around. I don't have a bet on this game, but I've got the Devils uh, priced around sixty-seven percent now. Some things might have changed as far as the lineup goes uh, since I did my work earlier this morning. Uh, but yeah, that that converts to a, a money line of of north of minus two hundred. So. Yep, and we're seeing that consensus-wise. So even though Buffalo's got something to play for, their playoff lives on the line, doesn't mean the Devils are going to back down. They're looking for seeding, and they've been a consistent team all year. So that's why you see New Jersey over a $2 favorite. And just as I said that, Cirque even moved the Devils up to minus 230. So getting some respected action on the side of the home team in the New Jersey Devils. Andy, let's talk about this Tampa Bay and Toronto matchup. We've discussed it in terms of the playoff matchup between these two teams. It's already solidified, so we get a little sneak preview here, except Tampa's going to start this game at home, and the market is seeming to love the lightning in this spot. As high as minus 160 in favor of Tampa Bay, total at 6.5. Now, Toronto, again, they have that home spot solidified, taking on Tampa Bay in the postseason. I, I guess if you're looking at Tampa here or why people may be betting them, Andy, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, you would you would think that it's maybe they're just trying to get into true form or successful form as quickly as possible before the postseason starts because they've lost their last seven out of ten games. They lost all three games on their road trip. They were outscored 19-8. to So is the thought here just that Tampa really needs to get – on a little bit of a rhythm here, whereas Toronto's pretty comfortable with where they're at. Yeah. So Andre Vasilevsky, he hasn't played since April 5th. He's got some rest. Of course, the Maple Leafs are on the second half of a back-to-back. As far as this game goes, I think we should get a physical affair. Lightning, they're a veteran group. Uh, They've got to know that they're not as good as they used to be. And uh, they can bump and grind with the Maple Leafs for 60 minutes here ahead of their, their playoff matchup, maybe send them into the, the series with a few extra bumps and bruises, but yeah, this is a really a glorified exhibition game. Um, nothing's going to impact the standings here. And uh, I, I think, you know, the fact that the Maple Leafs started Ilya Samsonov on Monday means they're probably protecting him from the lightning. They want him heading into the playoffs healthy. Uh, you don't want Tampa Bay, you know, maybe trying to take liberties with him before the playoffs start. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Toronto rest some players here either. So maybe some news has come out about that that I'm uh, unaware of uh, or maybe some goaltending news. But, um, you know, as, assuming uh, a full lineup for the, the Maple Leafs, um, you know, I'm, I might fade the steam here and, and, and take uh, take Toronto on the other side. 
All right, Andy, let's move on to Carolina and Detroit. The Hurricanes fighting for their division lives throughout the postseason. It is a... Uh, it has been a rocky road for the Hurricanes, to say the least, down this back stretch. But in this spot against Detroit, a team that's already been eliminated, Carolina is high as a minus 280 favorite. And, well, actually, I see a minus 310. There's a lone book there in Vegas that's really putting chalk on some of these teams. But consensus about minus 280, plus 240 on the buyback for the Red Wings in a total we see at six. So what what have you made of this Hurricanes team, Andy? I mean, again, like you're expecting them to win this game, but they have just looked so sloppy in this past month and a little bit beyond, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, they they kind of clean things up. They've got some stronger underlying metrics uh, than they did when Svechnikov first went down with the injury. Um, but they've scored just 45% of the goals over the last month, and they've lost six of their last nine games, including a 3-2 loss to the Red Wings on, on March 30th. Their offense has generated 3.4 expected goals per 60, uh, but they've scored just 2.3 goals per 60 during that stretch. Bad luck, sure, but not a great sign heading into the playoffs. Uh, I've got the Hurricanes uh, money line odds projected around minus 247. Mm, okay. Yeah, we see them as high as minus 280 in this spot against Detroit. The market loving the idea that Carolina fighting for the spot, whereas Detroit, again, not as much to play for necessarily. Uh, let's go ahead and check out Boston and Washington. Again, a, a team in Washington that has nothing to play for. They're banged up. They haven't had anything to play for in a while. And for Boston, well, they entered this game, Andy, just one point away from matching the 1976-1977 Montreal Canadiens for the most points in NHL history. Boston as high as minus 345, actually minus 350 in the market. Consensus minus 320, plus 260 on the other side for Washington with a gain total of six. Are the Bruins still going all out to try to make history, Andy? How do we look to handicap this one? Well, I don't know if you would say they're going all out. I think you could still see them rest some players here once again. Um, a lot of lot of guys sat out for Boston uh, in the last game. Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, Charlie McAvoy, Dimitri Orlov, and Taylor Hall. Uh, they were all out on Sunday. The Bruins still crushed the Flyers, as you said, set the record for most regular season wins all time. Uh, and with two games remaining, like you said, they just got they just need one more one more point to to break the record for most points in NHL history. I don't know what would be sweeter for Bruins fans breaking the record and you know heading into Montreal as the new record holder uh, after they you know they've touted that record for so many years, um, or or breaking it in Montreal in the last day of the regular season on, on Thursday. So. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure what I want as a Bruins fan, but, uh, <laughs> I, I think Boston's going to do it regardless, uh, because like you said, the, 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 the capitals have, haven't had anything to play for in a long time. Uh, and the Canadians, um, yeah, well, they, they haven't beat the Boston Bruins in a, in a very long time. So Boston's going to get it done, uh, one way or the other. Uh, but we, we still don't know what this lineup's going to look like. And, uh, on the Washington side, I mean, they played Monday and they defeated the the Islanders, like I said, in a in a bit of a spoiler role there. Uh, but they had several key forwards out of the lineup due to injury: Alex Ovechkin, uh, Anthony Mantha, Nick Dowd, TJ Oshie's done for the year. Uh, I talked to um, Stephen Wino or Stephen Wino, sorry, uh, um, earlier this morning and asked him uh, if he thought any of these guys would be 
Kentucky in the lineup today against Boston, and he didn't didn't seem to think so. So um, could be backup Charlie Lindgren in this in goal tonight for the Capitals. Um, it's going to be Linus Allmark, and I think originally there was some um, you know kind of pullback in the market on the the price of the Bruins because. Uh, Although Montgomery did say that Allmark was going to start in this game on Sunday when he confirmed that Swayman was the starter uh, against the Flyers, um, the, you know there were some reports that Allmark was dealing with some kind of lower body or uh, injury or otherwise. So um, now that he's confirmed, I think that's probably why you're seeing the the steam come in on the the Bruins. But haven't seen a lineup, a full lineup update yet. Uh, not sure what Boston's you know top six is going to look like. All right, Andy, let's talk Pittsburgh and Chicago next. And I'm cracking up because we see the Penguins as big as a minus 550 favorite against the Chicago Blackhawks, plus 425 on the other side for Chicago. Six and a half is the total. The Penguins, if they defeat the Blackhawks and the Columbus Blue Jackets on Thursday, so if they win both of those games, they will finish at least ahead of the Islanders and secure that postseason berth. So uh, luckily for the Penguins, they got a very favorable path, and it starts tonight against Chicago, Andy. Yeah, I mean, this line is a testament to how bad Chicago is, not necessarily how good Pittsburgh is. Um, I, I I think uh, I think the Penguins should win this game, obviously, um, and they should win the next one versus the Blue Jackets, but uh, money line odds aren't uh, aren't all that intriguing. I had Pittsburgh coming out around minus 400 as a, as a fair price, mm-hmm. so it'll be a, a long time uh, uh, before I lay any, anything close to what they're, they're out, what's out there now. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, kind of a tough ask to lay over $5 in any game, especially a hockey game where the volatility can be present. But look, uh, it should be a good situation for Pittsburgh tonight against the what I'm hoping is a Blackhawks fan, the tanking Chicago Blackhawks. So <laughs> we'll see how that one goes down in Pittsburgh. Uh, let's get to a little bit better action, Andy. Let's talk Colorado and Edmonton. This game, I, you know, I was tempted a little bit to look at the side of Colorado, but it's still just so tough because of how banged up they are. Uh, you're seeing right now across the market, Edmonton, a slight favorite, anywhere from minus 110 to minus 120, total at six and a half with juice to the over. Now, it looks like it is going to be Skinner versus Georgiev, right? And both of these goalies have been great this season. Avalanche coming on a five-game win streak. Oilers on a seven-game win streak, 12-0-1 record their last 13 games. Edmonton fighting for that top seed in the West. Uh, Colorado in third, and they're obviously fighting for playoff seeding as well. So again, this game does have incentives on both sides of the puck, but I kind of see this one as a coin flip, Andy. Where do you have it at? Uh, Yeah, I've got the Oilers as a small favorite. I mean, rest is really valuable right now, and the Oilers have had two days off. The Avalanche are playing their third game in four nights. Um, and Edmonton has been one of the best teams in the NHL for a while now. So that's uh, one reason they're a, a favorite on the road here in Colorado. Uh, and the rest of it has to do with the Avalanche banged up, like you said, Kale McCarr and a few other regulars. Um, I don't think the Oilers should be priced any higher than minus 120, though. So no interest from a, a betting perspective uh, on the sides for me. All right, now a game that you do have a little interest in betting-wise. How about Minnesota and Winnipeg, uh, two defensive-laden teams. Totals at 5.5, a a little bit of juice to the over, minus 120 
across the market on our VEASAN odds page. And we see Minnesota as a slight favorite, minus 120, and then even money on the buyback for the Jets. So again, this game, you look at Winnipeg, they're fighting to keep their playoff lives on the line. Uh, but really, they only need just at least a single point from this game. So even if they go to OT, they'll be they'll be all set, and then they'll guarantee themselves the second and final wildcard spot in the Western Conference. Uh, the Wild already have their playoff spot clinched. Yes, they can improve seeding. Uh, how much are they going to risk out there with some of their players that they rested the last game? That's what's a little interesting, but yet tricky in this spot. Uh, what makes this game stand out to you, though, and why you might uh, you may have some betting interest in it? So both Connor Hellebuck and Philip Gustafson started uh, on Monday, and my guess is that the latter gets Tuesday off, uh, you know, and it looks like that will be the case. Fleury will be in goal for the the Wild, uh, and. I would think that Hellebuck will be will be back in goal for the Jets after all their their seasons on the line, like you said. Um, but one thing that that could really lessen the blow of playing the back to back games for the Wild is uh, that the team left several key players back in Minnesota instead of bringing them to play the Blackhawks in Chicago on Monday. So we had Kirill Kaprizov, Matt Zuccarello, Jared Spurgeon, Matt Dumba, Jonas Brodin all stayed behind, and if those players are back on Tuesday, I, I think they're in a good position to, to beat the Jets, uh, a team that they've beaten up pretty good this season. They haven't played them in a while, but they've outscored them 14-4 to in three decisive wins so far this season. Um, so I know a lot of people will be looking at the overtime bet. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. the Jets just need that, that single point to secure their playoff spot, and maybe that will be the case. But um, I was actually intrigued by you know, maybe putting a small bet on the, the Minnesota wild to cover the puck line uh, at plus two ten or plus two fifteen, And, uh, and, you know, hope that some of those players are in the lineup and that the wild show up again here versus Connor Hellebuck and the jets. So um, that's, that's where I went. I, like I said, I don't have a whole lot of interest in betting uh, on the regular season right now. I mean, we're so close to the playoffs and, you know, as you mentioned, it's just it's just so hard to kind of gauge where these teams are at, where their mindset is at, you know, where their effort level is at heading into the playoffs um, in, in really almost meaningless games in a lot of ways. Uh, so I, I am I am, you know, kind of treading lightly here. But, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna put a half unit on the, the wild to cover the puck line uh, at plus right. 210. Good deal. OK. All righty, man. Uh, in terms of bets, I, you know. I'm not necessarily in love with the price of this one, Andy, but I do like the situation for the Golden Knights and the Kraken here. I'm taking a little piece of Vegas in this spot at minus 150. I, you know, considered win in regulation, even puck line, but look, Vegas is obviously missing some players coming into this game. Eichel, he's going to be out. Uh, Theodore as well, and then Zach Whitecloud. So I get why you may have trepidation in looking to back the Golden Knights, but of course they're still vying to keep that number one spot in the West a hold on their side. The Kraken just played last night, and it looks like they're going to have Decord in the net, who really hasn't had that big of a sample size for the Kraken this season. Uh, Brossois, who, again, he hasn't had that big of a sample size himself, but uh, 3.49 in goal save above expected this season, so hasn't been too shabby. I'm going with VGK at home in this spot. Again, playing it situationally here. Uh, you're going up against what should be a weary Kraken team that really doesn't have that. I mean, look, they could still overcome the Kings in seeding, but it's going to take a decent amount for that to come to fruition. So I give the edge to 
to the Golden Knights here, Andy, and I laid minus a buck fifty in the money line in this spot. Again, it's it's a little little scary because of the injuries, but I still think the Golden Knights have the advantage in a good situational aspect in that regard. Yeah, I, I'll I'll be cheering for you, but I, I'm not I'm not with you on the the handicap. I'm I'm a little bit closer to Seattle on this one. Um, I'm just not a big believer in Vegas, and obviously they might be still without Jack Eichel and, and Shea Theodore, as you mentioned. But um, I, I I'm not uh, a believer in Seattle right now, especially in this spot here. Um, they're as you mentioned securely in a playoff spot. They can't really change their their place in the standings. Uh, it's not realistic. So, um, you know, I could see them sitting players out again. They, they, they didn't have Vince Dunn or Jaden Schwartz in the lineup, uh, on, on Monday. And this is a stretch where, you know, tonight is their sixth game in nine days. So, um, so definitely a, a long stretch of games and they're, they're trying to, you know, make good in their first playoff appearance as a franchise. I would, I would not be surprised if, uh, if some more players maybe sat out this one. Yeah, I uh, I hear you there. And look, Seattle, like you said, been playing a lot as of late. VGK hasn't played since Saturday, so hopefully they come in well-rested and come out explosive. But no, overall, I'm with you there too. Like VGK obviously playing a lot better than they really should be, but like them for this spot tonight. So hopefully the boys could come through for me and we could cash it on that money line ticket. And uh, yeah, then uh, we could be feeling pretty good heading into tomorrow's slate. But Andy, as we finish up tonight's slate, one more game we can briefly touch on. Not too much on the line, but Anaheim hosting Vancouver. We've talked about this Canucks team. They've been aggressive toward this ending stretch, and it looks like the market's aggressive toward them. They're up as high as minus 160 as a favorite against the Ducks. This game total at about six and a half uh, with some juice to the over, minus buck twenty. Anything worth discussing or betting for this matchup, my friend? Ah, I mean, the Canucks defeated the Ducks 2-1 in Anaheim on March 19th, uh, one night after playing the Kings in Los Angeles. So this is, you know, a similar situation, obviously an exact exact similar situation, I should say. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, they, they they might have some more motivation this time around because they, they won in L.A. the last time. And this time they, they, got, they were shut out by the Kings on Monday. But it's tough to know, like I said, where a non-playoff team is at right now. A lot of these players likely looking forward to the end of the season. It's been a, a rough stretch, a rough, rough season, despite the recent uh, success of the Canucks. And uh, I think they were probably more engaged a month ago when they were in this exact situation and it didn't result in a dominant performance and uh, uh, it didn't result in a decisive win either. So uh, I've got the Canucks at around 61 and a half percent. So right around where the market is at minus 160. All righty. Good deal. Well, Andy, before we close out, uh, why don't you let the people know a little bit what they can look forward to from you in terms of uh, these potential playoff series? Obviously, we're going to find out a little bit more so in the coming days, but uh, you'll be having that covered over at VEASAN.com with your articles. Ain't that right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm working hard here to, to get everything uh, get everything buttoned up before the start of the playoffs. And um, we'll have updates, you know, every day on, uh, the series prices and, you know, maybe where some of the good bets are. Uh, but I, I really love making these predictions and, and betting the playoffs. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, give people a, a really, uh, a visual experience when they, when they click on my articles throughout the playoffs, there'll, there'll be a lot more, um, 
a lot more tables and, and charts and things like that to uh, to convey some of the information that I want to convey. There are so many predictions to make. I mean, we've got the series spread, uh, the, the the exact outcomes, the total games, uh, series props galore, right? And uh, I'm pricing hundreds of markets right now. Really, you know, kind of playing the part as an odds maker. Uh, uh, as far as uh, you know, how I'm approaching my uh, my handicapping, and uh, and yeah, I'm I'm just really excited to get going. And and once I uh, once once the playoffs start, I think it'll be uh, I think it'll roll pretty good in a nice rhythm. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. I'm telling you, folks, Andy, like he said, I mean, it's going to be displayed beautifully. So even if you're you know struggling to kind of work around the odds yourself, Andy breaks it down in a very understandable fashion and will set you up for looking at these odds that, you know, teeter one way or the other and what may give you an edge or an advantage, uh, what you may think is one in terms of betting these postseason series in the most exciting playoff atmosphere of them all throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. So very much looking forward to that. Make sure you follow Andy on the tweets at Digital Gambler for myself at Danny Burke 5. Again, Andy tonight sweating out the wild on the puck line. I'm going with VGK on the money line. Best of luck with whatever you are playing tonight, my friends. And again, be on the lookout for Andy's action over at VEASAN.com and for more episodes from us here on VEASAN's Hockey Betting Pod. So always appreciate if you subscribe to the podcast and you can get notified as soon as possible when those get released. But until next time, take care, folks. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.